Welcome to Season 2 of Your Daily Chocolate, where you'll continue to get funny stories, clean jokes, and interviews with inspiring people. You made this podcast one of the top 25% most shared podcasts globally and top 25% most followed. Nice to know that good news is appreciated, and Patty's committed to delivering the antidote to all that negativity. Like chocolate, this podcast is meant to make you feel good, and it's good for you. Enjoy. Well, I don't need to tell you that Christmas is right around the corner. You know that. And I thought I would treat you to a replay of one of last year's most popular episodes, my conversation with Santa. He's the real thing. And he reveals some really interesting things that you might not have known about his real birthday, about the ninth reindeer. And even a heartwarming story about a wish that he received from a little girl that got Santa even choked up. So I think this is worth listening to again. Share it with your your kids for sure. And in the spirit of giving, for every listen that this episode gets, I will donate $10 to Sleep in Heavenly Peace. That's a nonprofit I featured just a couple weeks ago that builds beds for kids that are literally sleeping on the floor in our hometowns. So share this widely, and I hope you enjoy. Santa, oh my gosh, I can't believe that you are joining me on your daily chocolate. This is your busy season, and yet you have taken time out to to join me. Welcome. So glad to have you. Oh, thank you very much, Patty. There's always time to, to help you out on your show. So you are busy all season long, listening to kids in so many places at one time. But I think one of the biggest questions that people have is, how do you get all those presents delivered on one night? Well, that's a very good question, Patty. And it's also one of the more common, one of the frequent questions that I get. And uh, the answer is physics. Uh, There's a lot of science in Santa's what Santa does. And uh, two things help him get around the world. Uh, You know, it's always dark someplace on earth. And so the day is much longer than than what we experience living in our homes and wherever we are on the earth. We just have, we have daytime come and then nighttime comes, but actually it's nighttime all around the world at some point. So I follow the shadow of darkness and that gives me about twice as much time going around the world. Uh, but the other thing is, the other thing is, if you go fast enough and believe me, my reindeer and sleigh can go super fast. If you go fast enough, the clock stops. What? Yes, it's called, that's one aspect of relativity. If you go fast enough, uh, the, the clock, the faster you go, the slower your clock goes. And when you go extremely fast, the clock will stop. So we take advantage of that. And it makes for a lot of rapid accelerations and jerky stops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but we hop around the world at little segments of the speed of light. And uh, those two things help a lot. Plus, I think the elves have some magic going on in the background that I don't quite understand either. Okay, so how many elves do you actually have? You know, I couldn't tell you right off how many elves because I have so many elves. I have elves for every task you can dream of. And I don't like actually saying I have elves because they're not mine, uh, but they're my helping, my helpers. So I even have a dentist elf. 
I have an elf or anything you can think of. There are elves that specialize in taking care of the reindeer and uh-huh. taking care of the sleigh. And some elves make toys. Those are the ones you've probably heard the most about, but toy makers. But I have elves that do just about everything. And to ask how many I have exactly, mm, I'm not really sure, but I hesitate to put a number out there, but several thousand probably. Wow. So are they helping you deliver then or are they in the background? They're up in the North Pole and they're taking care of things. Well, the answer is yes, both. Uh, Okay. And the the elves in my sleigh, uh, they help sort things out and double check the list while we're in, in route. So we have a lot going on simultaneously uh, with the elves helping. Okay. So now you just mentioned a list. How in the world do you know who's been naughty or who's been nice? Well, the elves are part of the way because they monitor around the world to see how children are behaving. And then sometimes, this is a little known secret, sometimes I, Santa, take little short trips when it's not Christmas time. Uh-oh. Sometimes I travel in disguise. I can even make myself skinny. And people can't even guess that it's Santa Claus, but you might go into a restaurant with your family and notice an old man watching you and just maybe that's Santa checking up on how you're doing. You know, he says he knows when you were sleeping. Yeah. He knows when you're awake. He knows when you've been good or bad. <laughs> so be good, for goodness sake. We're watching and it's very difficult to do while maintaining everybody's privacy, but we're pretty good at that. So I love it. Well, if you can give me one thing for Christmas and make me skinny, I'd like that too. (laughs) (laughs) Many people. (laughs) So Santa, what was your first job? I mean, you're so good at what you're doing. Did it take training uh, or uh, how, how did you start? Does it take training? Yes, but not formal training. It was more training by experience. Uh, one of the things is that uh, I'm I'm pretty old. Uh, I'm older than most people could guess. So long, long ago, I worked in a church in a town called Myra, which was in Asia Minor, which is now Turkey and part of Turkey. And oh. uh, and I, I worked in a church, and I became a bishop. And one of the things that I'm famous for now, even now, is that I was very generous and I like to give out presents or surprises. So that's where I, that turned out to be my first significant job was to be a bishop in a church and to give away secret presents. I did not know that. And so when did this become a full-time vocation for you? Well, for a long time, I had responsibilities in the church, of course. And yeah. So couldn't become full-time. But as time went on, it became more clear from several different uh, sources of information and became more and more clear that this was my true calling, to help take care of the children around the world and help them be happy by giving out presents. So it's it's been the best uh, career I could have had. But like I said, I didn't take a, a, a school class in being Santa Claus. I don't think there's more than one of me. So it uh, it was experience and a deep love for human beings in my heart. Yeah. I love it. So you grant lots of wishes. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. But what's the most unusual thing that you've been asked for? Well, certainly many over the hundreds of years I've been doing this. And I remember many of them. But one I especially remember happened just a few years ago. It was at a, a big party in San Francisco. 
And this girl came up to me and uh, she looked to be a little old uh, for uh, visiting Santa Claus. But uh, so I'm guessing she was maybe 12 or 13. She came up to me and she said, uh, hi, Santa. She said, I said, do you know what you want for Christmas? And she said, well, yes, I do know what I want, but I almost think that you can't do it. And I looked at her surprised and, well, what, what do you mean? And she says, well, my, my, what I want for Christmas is to travel to see my grandparents. Okay. And I said, I was starting to wonder what was happening here. There was something unusual going on. And I, I said very carefully, well, where are your grandparents? And she said, well, they're in heaven now. They died a few months ago. Oh. And I had to tell her, well, you were right. I can't fix this. I can't have you visit your grandparents where they are now. I said, but it sounds like you loved your grandparents very much. And she said, yes, I did. And she's almost crying. And I said, and it sounds like uh, that they loved you a super amount. They really loved you. You had a wonderful relationship with your grandparents. She said, yes, I did. Yes, I did. And I said, wasn't that a wonderful gift? Oh. And won't you always be grateful that you had that experience? And she said, oh, Santa, yes, I will. And she threw her arms around me and gave me a big hug. Oh, my gosh, you're going to make me cross. <laughs> yeah. Those are the kind of Santa events that Santa does not forget. Yeah. And each time we learn a little better. Oh, but my gosh, that's wonderful. Woo. Okay, so... Any uh, requests that have been really funny? Uh, I get uh, sometimes very funny requests, and uh, and sometimes they come from children, maybe often, but sometimes they come from adults. Yeah. <laughs> when adults are around me, somehow they almost turn into children. So um, I've had requests for little boy wanted a live unicorn. Okay. Wasn't quite sure where to find one, but. <laughs> The elves are still looking where we're trying to find it. Uh, I've had recently uh, a little boy came up to me and he wanted, he had a picture of this four wheel drive off road, super quad thing. And it looked like something you really tear up a lot of dirt with. I mean, powerful. And he, that's what he wanted for Christmas. And his dad was standing behind him and I looked (laughs) up at his dad and his dad nodded. Really? Yeah, I always try to get feedback from the parents, you know. Get their buy-in. That's helpful. Right. Especially if a child asks for a pet, you know. Oh, yes. Tell them, I have to check with your parents about that. One of the funnier ones was something that happened to me that did not actually require me to make a right, uh, special effort. I uh, I have a sort of hard of hearing for the last hundred years or so. Oh. Yeah. And just recently, I've gotten hearing aids, which my elves made for me, and they work quite well. Love it. It used to be very difficult for me to hear some of the children. Some of the very young children were a little timid when they come out yes. and they sort of talk like this, you know, in a very low voice and uh, it's a very soft voice. And uh, I was struggling with that. And I developed a technique that when I couldn't, I tried so hard to hear. But when I couldn't, I developed this technique uh, called the, I call it the deaf Santa technique, where... Uh, <laughs> A child come up to you and ask for something and you you ask them again, could you repeat that? But if you don't understand it the second time and the, you can tell the child is really interested in getting the gift he's asked, you say, oh my goodness, 
what a wonderful present that is. I'm sure you'll have so much fun playing with that. <laughs> that's that's fantastic, you know. Give the kid a hug and, and you know, and so I, I did this once. A, a, a little girl came in with a with her mother and her father, and the father had a big camera, and he stood in the back taking pictures, and mom stood a little away so the child could just be with Santa, and this happened. And I said, my enthusiastic, oh, what a wonderful present this is. And then the the dad packed up his camera and came up and got the child and took them out of the Santa house. And the mom, who was in the back, came running up to Santa Claus. And she said, very quickly, tell me, what did he want for Christmas? Oh, no. <laughs> and I said to her, I looked up and I said, I'm sorry, I have no idea. Right. And I, I thought mom was going to be so angry at me, but instead she cracked up. She just started laughing <laughs> and it all turned out okay. Oh my gosh. So when this is all over, what do you do on December 26th? Oh, December 26th. I'm looking forward to the trip right now, trip around the world, but I'm also looking forward to December 26th. Yes. I come home with my empty sleigh and and uh, my reindeer and the elves help me put the reindeer in their stalls and we get the sleigh cleaned up and put it away. I help do that. It takes all my energy to do that. Yeah. Then I go, go take a relaxing hot shower. Oh, it just feels <laughs> wonderful. It just feels so good. And uh, then I go to bed and I sleep for about 12 hours. Wow. And, sleep, and sometimes longer. And then when I wake up, I get cleaned up and we have a big celebration of a successful Christmas. And shortly after that, we start preparing for the next year. Yeah. So it's what I do on December 26th. You know, I, I forgot to ask you, but I mean, has COVID impacted how you can get into every home? Oh, yes. Uh, COVID especially impacted seeing the children before Christmas. Yeah. There was one year where we actually hardly saw children because oh. of and that was very sad. But uh, now, now uh, we're seeing the children before Christmas. Okay. And as far as getting into their homes, uh, what we found is if people use their fireplaces, it, the heat from the fire kills the COVID virus. Love and, it. And so this, the chimney itself, it may be sooty and black, but it's pretty clean as far as virus. Hopefully the fire is out before I have to go down the chimney um, because that, <laughs> That can really be rather uncomfortable, but uh, <laughs> so it's not too much of a problem right now. All right. Santa, what's one thing that nobody knows about you? Well, I mentioned my age a little bit ago. First of all, you know, if there's something that no one knows about you at all <laughs> and you tell it, then you don't have that something <laughs> and it knows about it. And sometimes that's like a little treasure you can hold in your heart, you know, so we don't have to tell everything, but. Okay. But it's okay. What I will tell you is there are only a very few people on the whole earth that know how old I am. Oh. So when do you think it's my birthday? That's the, that's the thing, my birthday. Oh, well, it could be any time. It doesn't have to be on Christmas. You were right. So I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, my birthday is March 15th, 270. That makes me 1500. 1,752 years old right now. Wow. Is that right? That's right. And that's the birthday of St. Nicholas. Oh, my goodness. It was the beginning of Santa Claus. Well, you look awfully good for that age. 
You know, I find interacting with children and having a lot of love in my heart is it takes me a long way. It keeps you young, doesn't it? Yes, it does. I love it. Well, Santa, I know that you've got a really busy schedule and I'm going to let you go. But before I do, um, I know that you'll be uh, visiting with kids, I think, in San Jose uh, today, the 19th. That's uh, right. In the evening. Where can they find you? At uh, Cesar Chavez Park, uh, right in the heart of San Jose. There's a a big event that goes on uh, for several weeks. It's called Christmas in the Park. Okay. And I have my own little house right there in the park where the children can come and talk to me in person. And uh, they are open other times too. But if you want to see Santa, this is the place to go. Okay. Wonderful. And and before I let you go, I've got some rapid fire questions for you. Are you ready? Okay. What's your favorite Christmas song? Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not out. I'm telling you why. I am coming. <laughs> okay, that's that's one. I like them all very much. I love that you sang it. <laughs> okay, uh, what's the best gift you've received? Love, the, the love that comes from uh, from a child, especially. And uh, I remember a, a quick example of that is one time. I asked a, a, a girl of about 10 or 12 years old what she wanted for Christmas. And she said, I just want everybody to be happy and love each other. Oh, that her wish for a present was a gift for me. Yeah. And I said, well, that's a wonderful present. That's, that's a wonderful thing to ask for. And she said, I, you made me very happy. And she hit me a second time with a deep truth. She says, well, Santa, don't all children make you happy? The wisdom in these children yeah. and the gift they can give are amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. I hope that continues. Do you have a guilty pleasure? Uh, uh, cookies. Yeah. <laughs> what kind? Uh, I like almost all kinds of cookies. You know, once I told a child that I really like peanut butter and spinach cookies. Ah. Of course, I was just j- joking. But the next year I went to his house. Guess what was waiting for me on a plate in the living room was there. Uh, Peanut butter and spinach cookies. I hope you ate them. I won't tell you what they did to the reindeer. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, so which is your favorite reindeer? Oh, my goodness. Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite. Uh, well, you know, Rudolph is very special, but so are yeah. each, each one of them, you know. Yeah. Do you know their names? I do. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, and Rudolph. Excellent. Excellent. Okay, so last question, Santa, because this is called your daily chocolate podcast. What is your favorite chocolate? Oh, I love chocolate. If it's chocolate, I love it. It doesn't, but uh, so it doesn't matter so much what kind it is. Uh, I think I probably lean toward dark chocolate. Yeah. But there are some wonderful milk chocolate things too. You have a favorite brand? Uh, it makes good. There's some excellent chocolates that come out of Switzerland. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of one of the brands. I like Hershey's too. Hershey's is fine. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Not picky. Uh, as long as it's chocolate, I'm with you. Well, Santa, thank you so much for your time. I wish you a, a wonderful Christmas. Uh, stay safe and safe travels. And thank you for the, the joy that you bring to children of all ages. Well, it's it's my joy to do it. And thank you so much for having me on your podcast interview. 
I hope that puts you a little bit in the Christmas spirit. Hey, I want to thank you, first of all, for listening to Your Daily Chocolate. According to Listen Notes, Your Daily Chocolate is in the top 10% of podcasts worldwide. That's right. Last year, we were in the top 25%, according to Spotify, for most followed and most shared. This year, we're in the top 10%. So thank you, and thank you for sharing. As I mentioned up front, share this widely. And for every listen that we get to this episode, I'll donate $10 to Sleep in Heavenly Peace. Have a wonderful Christmas. I will be taking a break now. This will be the last episode until uh, the new year. So take the next couple weeks, go back and listen to some episodes that you maybe haven't heard already. And we'll talk again in 2024. Merry Christmas, y'all.